And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Award, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide. Your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me. I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much there, oh legendary one. Ladies and gentlemen, the legendary John Bon Jovial. A moment of silence, please. Thank you so much. And here we are with another week of great new indie music, a couple of fantastic guests, and we have some music from a previous guest. They were on the show back in October, October 30th of 2022, to be exact. They call themselves Harmony Dreamers. And uh, they've got some great stuff going. They've got a fantastic children's album. We'll talk more right after you listen to this from their current album. It's called Summertime Memory. You're going to love this. And you just got to catch the video that goes with that new release from Harmony Dreamers. It's called Summertime Memory, and it is every bit of that. Listen, they have got they've got a great children's tune out 
the most unheard of thing. You got to check that out if you get kids because the kids love it. And uh, it's a must listen for parents and educators alike that are looking for fun, engaging music for children. Catchy tune, imaginative lyrics. And uh, like most of their stuff, it's sure to become a favorite among kids and adults alike. The song was the children's song was written by group leader Byron Lee Scott and was inspired by an upcoming documentary. But this isn't the Harmony Dreamers' first foray into children's market. Off their current album, I Come From Earth, title track, I Come From Earth, Sophie's Pearl, and this latest release, Summertime Memory, have been well-received by children of all ages. Check them out. Harmony Dreamers and Summertime Memory. I think that might be quite a memory for a long time to come. What say you, John Bon Jovial? Oh, it's a nice, happy song. And I think it's a great kid's song. What we ju- You're talking about this particular song, I think could be a great child song, especially with the, the end, that the, the engine that, that's trying so hard to, to get going. And, and, you know, like it's like the little train that could, it's a little engine yeah, that could. I knew you were going now, there, yeah. it, it's great. You know, so many uh, children's songs today are... Uh, well, how can I put it diplomatically? Just not that good. But yeah, this, is, this is an exception to that rule. This is really good. I like it. The thing that gets me about it is it's also catchy enough for adults to pick up on. It's a nice, light, breezy, fun summer song. And uh, adults yeah. as well as kids could get into it. It should it's, have been released on June 21st. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. But uh, I have a hunch... We may be hearing it again next year, so uh, we'll have to check and see what happens there. Make a note on our uh, on our schedule for next year uh, to check and see if the song is re-released or making waves again next year. Summertime Absolutely. memory, the Harmony Dreamers. Thank you so much, and thank you, John Bon Jovial, for your comments. How are things in Bon Jovial land today? Well, like the rest of the nation, we're just kind of sitting here and cooking and uh, thanking the good Lord for air conditioning. Uh, there's, there's something uh, so sinful about the pleasure that is derived from central air, especially uh, <laughs> especially the way things have been this year. But uh, now we're doing just fine. You know, the southwest Florida, where where I am, uh, has always been kind of a magical place, and, and I predict always will be. I certainly hope so. Uh, we've enjoyed living here. I know that there are other parts of the country that uh, are probably equally as nice and some that you don't want to go to. For example, not sure I'd want to live in Detroit, but there no. might be other parts of Michigan I want to go to. I well, wouldn't want to live in Miami, but I'm glad I'm in Naples. I hear you. It's, uh, as I say in the real estate market, location, location, location. Location, location. <laughs> Yep, absolutely. And we're going to locate a very special event coming up in September. It's a a very special benefit. Here to tell you about it is a group from Ladies Who Rock for a Cause. The 6th Annual Ladies Who Rock for a Cause Music Festival is happening Saturday, September 9th at Consoder Volksfest Berlin on Academy Road in Philadelphia. This outdoor event will feature great music, vendors, a beer garden, plus free parking. Ladies Who Rock for a Cause leverages the unifying power of music to lift our mothers, sisters, and daughters facing crisis and help them on their journey of overcoming and becoming all they're meant to be. Log on to ladieswhorockforacause.org for tickets and more info. Thank you. Thank you very much there. Please, folks, 
Check them out. Ladies who rock for a cause and use the numeral four. Ladies who rock number four, a cause. Check them out. Uh, I think you'll uh, I think you'll be interested. We've had a couple of the uh, ladies that are appearing there who are part of the campaign. Uh, we've had them here on the show, and we look forward to more in the near future. And we thank them for sending us this notice so we could share with you. We want to also thank our house band, Titty Bingo, for providing our theme song for almost 11 years now and remind you to check out their Texas rock and roll online at tittybingo.com. And we also want to salute our friends at Rochester Free Radio, including Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble that immediately follows the David Bowers Awards on Saturday on WRFZ FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio. And uh, also, we want to salute Armand, who spins his music immediately after Steve's Rock and Roll Rumble on Rochester Free Radio, which makes for a a lot of great music on a Saturday from noon till what, five or six o'clock. Uh, you can get quite a variety. And then for those of you nostalgia nuts like us who love the music of the past, Saturday nights, Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies Saturdays on Rochester Free Radio. That's all on WRFZ FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York. Don't miss Brian Judah's Rock the Rock Sundays, noon to four. More great music on Rochester Free Radio. Also want to mention our friends at Good Pods, don't we, John Bon Jovial? We sure do. Good Pods is a great service that we are proud to be associated with. It's a podcasting service, hence the name Good Pods. Uh, but it's a little different in that it has some uh, pretty cool tools on there that allow you to uh, basically share information with your friends, certain segments of the podcast. And it's also a great way to store your favorite podcasts so you can listen to them over and over again without having to go hunting and searching and fishing and getting frustrated because you can't find it on all those other silly podcast services. So it's good pods. And uh, if you don't know how to find them, go to the Google machine and just put in the search good pods and you'll find it. And of course, we want you to look for the David Bowers Awards. That's our favorite podcast on Good Pods, and I hope it is yours, too. David? Thank you very much, John Bon Jovial. Ladies and gentlemen, time for our first guest and more music. We have a gentleman by the name of Pete Price standing by, and we're going to talk with him right after we listen to Old Movies and You. Here's Pete Price. <laughs> and quiet now The curtains closed and drawn Unmade bed Empty fridge My future gone Now I struggle to hold on Since you've gone I haven't done quite what to do but all the petty things have been forgotten Painful days, empty feeling afternoons Oh, how I long for you Though at first I couldn't seem to mourn for you 
I couldn't touch what I was feeling But now I've had some time to face reality But I still close my eyes and see your face If I could, I would move the world for you If only we could share another day I am lost now because I've lost you too I call your name but it's too late Out my window now The snow lies deep upon the lawn Sparrows fly Hungry from your feeder Someday soon they will move on Birds can fly Why can't I just fly to you So I could end this nightmare I'm living merely hoping to See you on the other side I would trade away this world for just another chance I'd watch your movies, I would learn to dance Anything, anything for you Thank you, and so glad you could join us here today. What a great tune that is, and I understand that has a very, very strong personal meaning to you. It's not just another song. This really has a meaning to you. Would you care to share that? Sure. Uh, my wife went through some uh, uh, serious health issues uh, over the past 10 years, and uh, she kind of got into a crisis a couple of years ago, and I started thinking about what life would be without her. You know, I've always uh, thought that every, every day, you know, I, I tell her how much I love her. But I don't know, you know, people get so wrapped up into their own little worlds that often they forget to tell those people that are so important to them uh, how much they love them. And the whole idea of watching old movies and uh, learning how to dance, things like that that guys may not, you know, really uh, get into it all. I mean, it, it's important to do the things that the person that you love loves to do. And so I just started thinking about that. And unfortunately, my wife is doing uh, quite well. 
And so that's the happy ending. But, you know, I, I started thinking about what life would be like without her and, you know, how I could show her how, um, how much she means to me while I still could. And so that's what old movies and you is all about. And when I play that song live, I always end it by telling the audience, always tell that special someone how much you love them. Amen. And how well, how well spoken it is and how right you are as, uh, as many of us, we know from having walked that path already, some of us still are. It's a, it's a wonderful thing and a, really a great piece of music on your part for not only being a listenable song, but having such a potent message to it. Now, Pete, before we go any further, how about familiarizing yourself to our listeners who might not be familiar with you? Tell us a little bit about where Pete Price came from and how he got to where he is today. Sure. I'll I'll give you like the the short version of it. I've always been a singer and I've, uh, you know, sang in church and uh, been in bands um, most of my life. And I've played in a cover band uh, here in Dayton, Ohio for the past 30 plus years. And um, when COVID hit, all our gigs were canceled. And so I needed some outlet for my creativity. So I got back into songwriting. I've always been a songwriter, but I I turned to it big time because I didn't have to work anymore, and I had a lot of time on my hands. Uh, So I started uh, writing the songs for my first album, which uh, is called Department of the Interior. I just decided that this was something that I really, really loved doing, and I really got into it. So um, I took eight songs down to Nashville, uh, including old movies and you, and recorded eight songs there. And then I recorded four songs here in Dayton, Ohio, using some of the, you know, idols that I've uh, grown up around and played with and stuff like that. And so we had a lot of fun in the studio for four songs here in Dayton. Department of the Interior was what was the outcome of all that work. And uh, it's turned out to just be an amazing journey. The album has over 120,000 plays on Spotify, and it's uh, been listened to in 49 countries. And uh, my music videos on YouTube have gotten over 25,000 views so far. So it's far exceeded the modest expectations that I had when I put it out. So it's it's just been a lot of fun uh, to do. And uh, now I'm working on my second album and in the process of uh, recording it. So I expect at least singles to start coming out toward the end of the year. Well, I can tell you one thing that uh, we'd like you to know right up front, and that is the fact that uh, when that album is available, we'd like to have you come back and maybe share a couple of tracks with us. Oh, I'd be happy to. That would be great. Yeah, we look forward to that now that you've been on the David Bowers Awards. You're part of our family. We like to follow our guests and watch them as they grow and have them come back and visit us. So keep that in mind. You're part of our family here on the show now. I wanted to ask you also, because I think there's probably a little bit more to the story with the title, Department of the Interior. How did you come up with that title, and what exactly does it mean? There's a rich inner life that is available to all of us if we're just willing to slow down and listen to what is going on beneath the surface of our daily consciousness. 
Department of the Interior was kind of a, a double entendre, you know, Department of the Interior is a government um, right. bureau. But, uh, you know, I just uh, wanted to make it uh, uh, something that uh, meant something else. And so um, I thought it was somewhat clever title. And so I I put 12 songs on the album, and, and they're about everyday things, really, uh, but you know, love, longing, loss. And there's also other stuff like, okay, uh, the first song on the album is called Diamonds in the Sky. And it, it's kind of like my mission statement for the entire album uh, because I, you know, went from being a musician who played in a cover band to striking out on his own and, um, you know, uh, doing something I've never put out a you know a solo album before, mm-hmm. and you know it was sort of this song that uh, questioned whether I had the guts to follow through and try to achieve my dream and how I was going to do it. You know I was just going to dedicate myself to the process and and take it step by step and and day by day. There are things that a listener could, if they wanted to listen to it closely, could maybe find some clues for things, how they can improve their own lives. And so um, that's kind of the altruistic uh, reason why I, you know, put the album out. And, um, you know, hopefully I can, you know, maybe by the process of me struggling and, and, uh, you know, finally, you know, modestly succeeding, um, I could help somebody else find the courage to um, follow their dream. Absolutely. And I think that, your success so far is a testament to something that we have long believed and advocated. The fact that if you make good music, it'll find an audience and they will come, as they say. John Bon Jovial, you come on in here and jump into the conversation. Well, okay. Uh, Pete, first and foremost, welcome to the show. It is really great to have you here. Thank you, uh, Oh, sure. And listening to old movies and you... Music, when it's well done, is designed, at least this is my humble opinion, is designed to elicit an emotional response in people. And, you know, your story about you and your wife hits home for me because my wife is undergoing some fairly severe health issues herself right now. Without going into major detail, is unfortunately not curable. Uh, So it hits home. Uh, and, uh, you know, just to tell them you love them every day. And yep. the message that you put across in this song, uh, from a personal point of view, thank you. I, I think it's great that you did this. The melody, the production behind it makes it very easy to listen to. Uh, I'm not really quite sure what genre or format that this song is going to fit into because I think it could cross over into so many different formats. I think you could play it on a soft contemporary station or a soft country, uh, you know, new country station. Uh, I think it has an appeal to both there. Um, but, yeah. uh, you know, what do, what do I know? I haven't programmed a radio station in probably 30 years, but, you know, there's a certain, uh, a, a certain aspects of that it just don't die with you. They stay and stay and stay. But I think this is the kind of song that is going to hit home to a lot of people, and especially folks like myself, whose spouses are going through such a hard time right now. And uh, so it, uh, it it did well up a bit of emotion in me while I was listening to it. Yeah, 
it wells up a lot of emotion in me too. I um, I produced the music video myself, and uh, you know just the process of doing that when I would play it back and listen to the song and the images that I was able to find, you know, online and stuff to create the story. Um, you know, there were times when I got a little choked up. Oh, how could you not? Yeah. Absolutely. How could you not? It shows you're human and that you are not, you know, bereft of, of emotion. You know, it, it, it's, there are people out there that have no emotions and they're dangerous folks. But, you know, if you are a, a typical, you know, good hearted person, you're going to be an emotional person. And sometimes those emotions are going to make you feel great. Other times, not so great. But that's just that's life. And right. really, and, and you can't you can't deny that they're there. I mean, if you try to stuff them down and and ignore them, they're going to come back and bite you somehow. Uh, yeah, that's that just true. makes matters worse. That's true. Yeah. And the the really strong part I feel with you and your music, especially the lyric, is the fact that you are able not only to have these emotions and recognize them, but you're able to translate them and give them out to other people through your lyrics so that they can understand and feel exactly what it is you're saying. Yes. Um, you know, I, I sort of describe it to people as painting pictures with words. And, you know, the, the English language is, is my uh, palette and, uh, you know, the song is my canvas. And uh, so I just try to visualize the images that I want to project and then um, then I use the words to, um, you know, paint the picture. Yeah, absolutely. I can understand that completely. Now, you you have an interesting history. You, you kind of briefly shaded on it, but uh, you were a uh, lead guitarist for a band back in the 90s, the early 90s, and you've also had some independent musical endeavors that have, uh, well, they've reaped some... Uh, some critical acclaim for you from what I've heard. Well, um, you know, I've, I've played in the Fry's Band, which is a local Dayton band, uh, for uh, over 30 years. And I, I still um, play with the Fry's. Uh, but um, we are basically, we started out during the Unplugged era with three acoustic guitars and, and three vocals. And uh, we've evolved over the years and now we are a, a five and sometimes six piece uh, band but our focus has remained the same sort of acoustic driven acoustic guitar driven and uh, you know a lot of harmony vocals so uh, harmonies and like Crosby, Stills and Nash in America mm -hmm. and you know the Eagles and the Beatles you know all those uh, bands that just did beautiful harmonies uh, those are the kind of bands that we like to, uh, you know, play their music. Sure. And you, you've incorporated a lot of that concept within your music here as well. And we want to give you the opportunity, as we do all our guests, to tell our listeners where they can find you, how they can contact you, follow you, and, of course, how they can get your music. Well, thanks very much for giving me this opportunity. Um the best way to uh, uh, find out what I'm doing and, and uh, you know, kind of uh, get a little bit closer to my music and stuff is by going to my website. It's PetePriceMusic.com. Uh, so it's pretty easy, PetePriceMusic.com. And there you can, um, you can listen to my music. 
you can go to all the links for my social media, you know, um, and also YouTube and listen and watch the uh, lyrics videos. Um, there's interviews on there. There are reviews of my music. Um, and there's also a mailing list. And if uh, you want to uh, sign up for the mailing list, I try not to barrage people, but um, maybe once a month I send something out, um, you know, where I'm going to be playing and how the, the new album is coming and what else is going on. And uh, also can um, get the schedule of where um, the bands that I play in uh, will be playing live. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of, lot of information on there. And I, I try to keep it as current as I can. It's a, a bit of work, but I, I try to, uh, you know, get on there weekly and, and keep things updated. I know. I uh, I do a lot of uh, posting for the show very weekly, but you know what? I know what you mean. <laughs> you did good at relating the information. You've taken away uh, my closing question, which uh, would be, what have you got planned? We know you've got a new album planned. We know that it's going to come from a series of singles. But what else have you got coming up? Are you doing any personal appearances yourself? Yes. Um, really, during the summertime, um, the Fries Band keeps me pretty busy. And then, of course, um, my wife loves to travel. And so um, I, I try to always accommodate her when she, you know, wants to get away because you only have so many good years and, you know, you want to spend them seeing the world. So um, the next time that uh, I'm going to be playing my uh, original music will be on September the 1st and I'm going to appear with another um, original band. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with a band by the name of Ludlow Creek or not, but... Oh, yes. Um, yeah, so Ludlow Creek and uh, um, my duo, the Fairview Stringers, are uh, going to appear together up in Tip City, Ohio. Hmm. And uh, then we're we're also going to um, uh, play some songs together. Some some of my songs, uh, you know, Ludlow Creek. Uh, a couple of the guys from Ludlow Creek helped me with my last uh, appearance, playing my original songs at um, one of the local. Uh, concert venues called the Levitt Pavilion and I guess there are Levitt Pavilions all over the country and we ha we are fortunate to have one in Dayton. It's a fantastic facility and anybody that plays original music um, it's it's on their bucket list. So it was certainly on mine and it was a huge thrill to play that. But uh, then after that um, I have my CD release party uh, for album number two, and that will be, um, at least I hope it's a CD release party. Um, <laughs> it will be November the 11th uh, here in Dayton. And then the Fries Band, uh, play, we'll, we will be playing um, into October. So we have many appearances uh, scheduled. And uh, we're if people like, you know, the Beatles and Crosby, Stills and Nash and the Eagles and America and Joe Cocker and you know, all all of those good um, uh, 70s, uh, 60s and 70s acts. And we, you know, play some more current m music as well. So I'll be playing a lot with the Fries and doing my lead guitar work with them this summer. Sounds like you're going to be keeping busy. And we definitely want to keep in touch with you. So you please keep in touch with us. And we thank you for coming and sharing with us, telling us your personal story as well as your professional story. And uh, we definitely look forward to 
having you come back and talk with us in the near future when the uh, when the new album is coming out. Ladies and gentlemen, from his album, Department of the Interior, here's another track. This one, Green Flash.
Price with Green Flash. And uh, really enjoyed having Pete sit with us and tell us his story and uh, and share his personal experiences as well. John Bon Jovial, what do you think? Well, the guy's got a lot of soul. I'll give him that. Uh, he's uh, got some uh, beautiful lyrics. And uh, it, it is just uh, it, it's nice to hear something original like that. And something that really comes from the heart. Not to say that other guests, you know, their music doesn't come from the heart. Of course it does. Uh, but he's uh, undergone a set of circumstances with his wife and health issues. And I understand that completely. And it really causes you to take pause. And I, it's obvious that he's put that into his writing. Obviously, yes, it is. And uh, he expresses himself so well. You feel what he's saying. It's not just, uh, you know, somebody sitting down with a, a pen or a computer or whatever and writing a song saying, you know, I'm going to make a record. Uh, this is, uh, as you said, straight from the heart, and you can tell it. You can feel it. We have a second guest, as we always do, or almost always do, and this young lady has been with us before. You liked her, so we do have her back again with some music and some, well, whatever it is that she wants to share we have welcome her back on the show. Her name is Jen Ash. She was with us back in December, December 11th. And uh, we're going to be talking with her right after we listen to Trouble. Down the sand and freeway. You 
trouble. That's Jen Ash. Jen, how are you? I'm good, and you? Doing just fine, thank you. Welcome back. We're so glad to have you back here with us again and get a chance not only to listen to your music, which we love, but also to talk with you and find out some interesting things. As a matter of fact, I've got to jump in right here at the start because I have a question that every music lover in the world who has heard of you it has got to be asking. I mean, this is this is the epitome of focus in a music career. Tell us, please, what happened to your basketball career? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, you know, when sport career is, is pretty short. Uh, after thirty, they don't they don't really care about you anymore. Um, they want the young people right. that run faster than you. You know, so, exactly. Um, uh, I had fun. It was it was great, and it was uh, a great school for me, um, and it helped me become the person I became today. Um, but I feel like it was fun for a time, and then then I was ready to move on to something something new, you know. So I started sure. music, and and uh, yeah, and basketball is like it's great, but it's so like you have to follow the rules and and sometimes oh, yeah. art is not about following rules but like letting your creativity goes uh where it has to go you know sure but that's that's amazing i, I remember that uh, i had noted that when you were here before and i i just got to thinking you know that is quite a change was it was it really an abrupt change for you or was it something you felt coming on over a period of time um my last years, I thought that um, I didn't belong. I, I had a feeling that I didn't belong in, in the sports, um, not because I wasn't um, athletically good. It's more about, like, how things work. Um, and I needed a little more freedom when it comes to my schedule. So um, it's a lot of, like... Uh, time consuming and being running every, all day every day twice a day um so i knew at some point that i needed that it was it was something that i would end uh but uh, i didn't know i would start music but i did so yeah very good now you were born in lebanon you were raised in france and you moved to la to pursue your music career and where are you based now are you still in la I'm still in in LA, yeah. Okay, how long have you been there now? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Now, I was I was in the LA area in SoCal back uh, through about 1994, I think I left the area, and uh, it uh, it kind of hurt me because I, I love Southern California. Uh, you know, I'm not really fond of the hustle and bustle of the city itself, although I did enjoy running out to Hollywood every week to get the latest music and talk to the connections out there. But, uh, yeah, I, I really loved Southern California. It's a, it's a nice place, and I'm glad that you're getting a chance to enjoy it there. Let's talk about your music now. We just played Trouble, which is doing very well for you, and your music is seems to be doing quite well overall. How's your music career going now that you're devoting to it full time? I feel I feel like the streamings are not helping us much uh, in terms of like make making a living with our music. So I think that's right. that's the main problem. Um, so you can have a lot of listeners, but uh, the pay is not great. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's just uh, it's getting there, you know. Like I have. 
little more people every day listening to my music, which I'm grateful for, but it's still not to the point where I want to be. So um, I'm working towards, you know, I'm working, making new songs. So I think it's going to happen, but it's just a matter of time. Yeah, that's something that we've heard a lot of. I think I think the two biggest things that we hear in the form of, well, you could say complaints or or questions, problems with the music industry, the two big things mm-hmm. right now are the streaming and the difficulty in making a living and the advent of AI, which a lot of people feel threatened by. You've got to find new ways to make money anymore in this business. Are you doing any personal appearances? Uh, not yet. Um, it's still like the venues are still the same. Like they're not, I feel like they're not treating us the right way. Um, they always like often ask us to pay to play. Um, so I'm I'm refusing to do that. I don't blame um, you. That's something we've harped on for a long time too. Yeah. it's, It's just sad because we're all like hustling and, trying to make a living, but they're not helping. I was like, you have the venue, you paid everybody, you paid the bartender and everybody who's worked there, so I don't know why you don't want to pay the entertainers. And I think uh, that's the problem we have right now, even for actors, is everybody's striking, so yeah, hopefully you know, it gets better. You know, well, as, as we've had this economic change recently where everything now has cost more, then obviously the people who pay more are going to have to increase their ability to pay to maintain their normal level of where they want to be in life. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there very pensively. What you got in mind? Well, I want to talk about trouble. I have, um, I love that song. I tell you what, I think that that is the most, one of the most seductive, sexy songs that I've heard in a long time. I love the way that saxophone just just grabs you and, and and its tentacles just reach out and wrap itself around the song and you in in turn and uh wow you know if if these promo people aren't paying attention to you after listening to this they should now because that's just a hell of a song i love it oh thank you so much it's gonna get oh there. i mean have faith you know i mean it's just uh that that is just so superb and i uh, was really quite taken with it and you know as david will tell you i am you know more of the technical end of this dynamic duo and uh so i do listen for uh imperfections and and uh production values i try to figure out you know is there any analog in it is it a is it strictly digital is it a combination of both and uh you're the nitpicker i, I just uh, yeah i'm the nitpicker exactly <laughs> and i just think that uh I, I just i i can't say enough about it i i know i'm gushing over it but i really do i love absolutely i mean your voice is marvelous it's wonderful but that saxophone is just killer in it yeah i agree with you that's why it drawn me to like the song i was like this sax is so, like, it's just add another another vibe to the song, another universe, and it makes it unique. That, that's for sure. The sax is, is great. I don't know why people don't use it more often in their songs. Well, you're right. It, it is a, a beautiful element added to the song. And as far as you're getting your music out there, that's one of the things that is very basically important. It goes along with networking so that you have the people to talk to you. And the bottom line is the goal of getting your music 
heard by as many ears as possible, getting it played wherever you can. As I said, we have been very strongly anti-pay-to-play. There's no excuse for that. If you can't support your club without the artists coming in and paying to play there, then you're in the wrong business. But you do have to get your music out there and get it played everywhere you can because the more ears that hear it, the better your chances of making it explode. And let's face it, that's, that's what we're all hoping for. Now, you have the ability to sing in French and English, do you not? Yeah, I'll do it when I play live because uh, I enjoy it. I haven't, like, had an original song that where I, I write in French, which I, I'm looking to find the right one, but I haven't found it yet, so we'll see. But it's not it's not um, something that I say, no, I don't want to uh, sing in French. I absolutely want to do it. I just want to try, try to, like, have the right uh, song and the right writing and try to mix English and, and French at the same time in one song. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking when I asked the question. I know, you know, that there's always the opportunity to translate your songs and do them in French as well as English and quite possibly uh, make a bigger splash over in Europe doing it. But I was thinking in terms of a, uh, a French-English a combination where you would sing part of the song in French, part in English. You have the voice for that. As a matter of fact, I hear you, and I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the torch singers that sang in the uh, piano bar clubs and places like that. You're in the wrong era. You could have been a, a huge success back in the '50s doing that. Yeah, time has changed, and um, some things get better because we all can, like you know, put ourselves out there online. But at the same time, um, we're losing a little bit of uh, the quality of the music, uh, you know, since every, yeah, that's, since it's open to everyone. You know, that's the truth. The quality of the music suffers uh, with the advent or with the push for commercialism. And uh, we're seeing a, a lot of that. We've had a couple of guests on here that have addressed that. And uh, we thank you for mentioning that as well, because it's something we should continue to be aware of. Unfortunately, we're aware of the time element, and we're running out of it rapidly here. So before we run out of time, I want you to tell the folks how they can find you online, how they can follow you, and how they can get your music. You can find me on my website, jenashmusic.com. All my social media are Jen Ash Music, and my website has the link to uh, the platform where you can find my music as well. I like to prioritize YouTube because you have access to music videos that I think are left on the side, and I feel like it's the part of like the song, and and I really like to to push that back. Where well, the time you remember the time when they had like all this channel where they were like putting music video all day. And I feel mm-hmm. like we're missing that as well. So I want to push people to go more on YouTube and watch the video instead of sure. going to the streaming platform. Okay, great. I thank you so much. And I thank you especially for coming back and sharing with us again. And I hope you'll make it a practice to come back frequently and see us. We love your music. We love you. And it's a pleasure always to talk with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure as well. Definitely look forward to next time, ladies and gentlemen, Jen Ash. And here she is with Crush on You.
Absolutely right, John Bon Jovial. Jen Ash has a sultry, seductive voice, and she knows how to make it sing, literally. I agree. I think I have found my new favorite female singer. Boy, she's good. I agree. I agree. Great sound, and we thank her for being with us. We thank both of our guests for joining us. Always a pleasure talking with uh, Jen Ash and, of course, Pete Price, who uh, was with us for the first time, and we look forward to having them both again in the future. And if you have someone you'd like to see featured on the David Bowers Awards, let us know with an email to david at thedavidbowers.com. John Bon Jovial, I think it's time for you to take us home. Another great show. Thank you, David. And thank you, everybody, for being with us for another perfectly good hour of the David Bowers Awards. And we really are very, very grateful for your presence each and every single week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from our studios in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we're available for free on most of the major streaming services. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday on WRFZ FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York, or 
or you can reach out to them on the interwebs at rochesterfreeradio.com, and that's at noon Eastern on Saturday, every Saturday, and then on Sunday you can find us on Blog Talk Radio at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all of our crew here at the Radio Ranch, I am the legendary John Bon Jovial saying, be good to each other, love each other, and we will definitely see you right here next week on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>